The following pendant production. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for the Kingery, season ten, episode three, Day of Deception. With us for this is my assistant director, Bruce Busby. Hello. Uh, the writer of this episode, Perry Whittle, who also plays Hooks. Hello. But not in this episode. And not joining us step. for his very first commentary, our, our assistant director for the next couple of episodes, giving us a hand. Uh, you know him as Proc. Here's James Rossi. Hello. All right, welcome aboard, James. You just directed the, uh, just graduated the directing class. Yes. So, glad to have you aboard and throw you right into the mines. Yeah, yeah, I was put right to work. Hey, we, we always use an extra hand around here, folks. Yeah, I'm already co-directing another show. All right, so uh, this episode, uh, we've been following the theme of following our various characters throughout the galaxy. Um, this one's no different as... Uh, Cass and Asa, or should we say Glenda and Andy, um, seem to have opened up a, a detective agency off-world. Um, got some lovely uh, Hitchcockian music here from Bruce. Well, this is this is like throwback to Levinson and Link, who did things like Columbo and Heart to Heart. It just seemed like a cheap detective agency thing. Oh, it works great. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's, uh, of course, uh, Kristen Bays as uh, Cassandra Arkell, Glenda. And Karen Heimdall, making her uh, King Your Debut as the upset client. She's quite the good crier. Yes, she did she's a wonderful job. <laughs> Sorry, lovely, lovely performance of a breakdown. Yes, absolutely. I got a potential client in my Now we head out in the hallway with uh, Edward Herman as Asa. So what's the emergency? As they figure out the what's going on. I haven't closed the deal yet. And there will be a music cue that pops up in here. These are the, the, the first few scenes here is, are things I did. Uh, there's a music cue that sort of tells you, oh, here is a reveal. And you'll hear it come by. deal with the fucking meltdown in my office. What'd you do? Nothing. After all this indeterminate amount of time, which we will reveal at a later date, Cass is still Cass. <laughs> Imagine my surprise. I like that Ace is just emotional support now. Like, doesn't seem to be able to do anything else. He's an, uh, an emotional support animal for Cass at this point. And that's okay. This broad's crying. Asa took care of it. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we're dropping a little bit of hints here as there we find out that Cass and Asa are looking into brain implants, looking for socks. Remember? Maybe we'll find out what happened to her. I'm so tired if you listen to this episode, not this episode. You should be too. Well, maybe you don't. You don't know. It's, is it? Is it for sure going to be the same every time you listen to it? I think point. you just need maybe to Vander keep Sass listening. Yeah, listen to it again. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say lovely performance from Kristen on everything, but especially on the line. Tired of dealing with all the goddamn weeping. <laughs> really love the way she said that. I, and I really like the mixing right here as Cass enters Andy's office to poach his client. That's... <laughs> You'll never guess. I've <laughs> had bad news. Glenda asked me to check up on you. Sure she did. Thank you. Oh. I'm Andy, Glenda's partner. How are you? I'm kind of surprised not. Asa didn't blow his cover like the first time he had to use it in the episode. Well, you remember Asa's had years and years of maintaining a cover. He's been undercover as Asa. Yeah. Pine Ridge, so. 
he's calculating compound interest. So now we're in Andy's office, and once again, I think that Cassandra has, uh, you know, has grabbed the better office. So right about now, you should be hearing the toilet next door flush. <laughs> Lovely effect. That was a nice touch and, there. Yes. Yeah, Timmy Hall figured out why there was a toilet flush. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's uh, Kirsty Wilbin as, no, no, sorry, she's later. It's Sarah McManus. We've got so many new voices this season. It's great, but it's lousy on the old brain. And, and I will say that all their input has been just stellar in terms of audio quality. You helped a friend of mine with relationship <laughs> she said you were very compassionate that's my partner andy she gave me your um, business card i love this <laughs> a quaint idea of my partner's a quaint idea harry you do that really well i love that non-compliant and extra legal cognitive enhancement investigation so i have a lot of quaint words that i keep in my pocket and i bring out whenever i Feel the oh, yes. urge. This is exactly what we do. Let's get to work. I'm thinking that probably Ivy's last we'll name is McGuffin, right? Because she helps set the plot in motion, but that's really we'll need a photo about it for like that. That's good. It, that's her name now. If we ever bring her back, it's Ivy McGuffin. <laughs> Any luck yet searching for Ivy's business? But later they're uh, doing a search. With this shitty old Still using the keyboard? How quaint. The good news is last week well, it is an old computer. Yes. Hello, computer. Here. How long this time? One red spaceship, two red spaceships, <laughs> three. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I was thinking, you know, in the future, we're going to count seconds with spaceships rather than with boxcars, as old-timers like me have been doing since the early 19th century. Interesting. I always knew the 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, but yeah. that was photography-related, so... I always did hippopotamus. <laughs> I, I've really only had Mississippi. That's it, like... Now we head into the bar here, and this is Kirsty Wolven as the barkeep. Very seedy, rundown bar. Sounds like they're watching the table ball championships or some such. This this bar is so much nicer sounding than the bar I mixed. Hip problems. <laughs> Ace's footsteps. It's you have to listen really closely, but one of them is slower and thumpier than the other. Ah, I didn't want to make it you know, because it, you did say slightly limping. So, <laughs> well, and, and that's one thing we do get into in this episode is Ace is starting to feel his age a little bit. I mean, we, we haven't established if humans live longer in the future than they do now, but you would assume health allows that, which kind of tells you how old Asa really is. I always kind of figured Asa was like already in his 70s or 80s, like in mm -hmm. the first few seasons. And I'm like, how old is this dude? And if you knew somebody who. That's a very nice gun you have there. Please don't fire it at me. I'm <laughs> just. So you're not happy and, to and see the, me. the cue slowly and carefully appears in the script, and Asa did, uh, Andy did a fine, fine job. I'll leave it here. Carefully, just a card, no gun. <laughs> and I like the sound effects of the of the the bar stool raising, lowering too. And the business card uh, going down on the bar, also that, very. That nice. was a a 
a piece of Foley from like Las Vegas, a single this card deal. Uh, yes, uh huh. Okay. Well, thanks for the beer. No problem. All right, and now we head to the pool hall for James's first scene. Duh! It sounds so less fancy than the previous bar. What's well, okay? They're different, different bars. I know, I know. I just I wanted to kind of wow people, and I just can't compete with hydraulic bar stools. Off the they don't all have to be you super know, shiny. You know, sometimes you know, just depends on the skills you want. Whatever gets you by. Yeah, I mean, I've just all I have is like lovingly crafted like table, you know, hockey going on in the corner. You know what? That's fine. That's great. You know, you you create the atmosphere. That's all that's yeah. necessary. I guess that'll be my signature sound effect now. This is <laughs> every scene of table hockey in it. That's uh, Megan Charlau as the pool hall attendant. Another new voice. With cash. And with She's doing a marvelous job. Yeah, we, we've really won. You've got some great selections there. They're doing a great job. And if you're interested in joining us, keep an eye out, because we have auditions pretty regularly this season. Uh, every episode, seems so far at least, has had at least one or two new characters, so we'd love to have you join us. Yeah, I keep trying to audition for them. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days I've heard this too, too many questions it's always the same question and of course is Jason R. Wallace as Hebe who still hovers we don't serve your kind here the droids get them out of here maybe <laughs> Sound familiar? <laughs> I get the feeling she does that several times in a day. <laughs> that would be a good guess. Yeah, Kirsty's really doing a very good job of being calm, but uh, slightly menacing. Or maybe more than slightly, even. I love the beeping. Well, that was that was very specific because yes. it's Hebe's facing her, and I guess mechanical things with hover drives do that. Are you sure? Now this is another James scene. Uh, it sounds really good. I love the the street ambience. They're out in the, the alley or wherever, late at night. What's the problem? Yeah, sometimes I get lucky. Oh, sorry, James. I wanted to say no, that I really loved uh, Jason R. Wallace's performance of Good Day to You, Barkeep. <laughs> Just the right mix of menace and civility. I really like that performance. It's so incredibly British. It's beautifully passive-aggressive. <laughs> yes. I'm tired, Cat. And again, this is some great uh, character work from with uh, Asa and Cass, both of them. Oh, don't punk um, out. That is one of the uh, things we talked about this a couple episodes ago that we're allowed to do with this format for the season is we're able to kind of expand, do a little more delving into characters, and I think it's really working out well. I know it's my fault. Yeah, it was really nice having these characters like for almost the entire episode instead of jumping around as much as the plot usually requires. Whatever's left of the kingery. The, the music that was put over that scene, I actually, I really liked. I have a terrible ear for getting, like, for scoring scenes. Like, in my ideal world, you just don't even do it. So, um, it was, it was really, Dave, because you did that, right? Like, yes. threw that over, yeah, and I really like how that turned out. Yeah, that's one of the things I do like about this is when I get to score scenes. 
If you would like, by all means, you can score every scene I do. All right. Well, you know, I don't need it for every scene. Sometimes the ambience is enough of a soundtrack. But yeah. Sometimes you need a little extra emotional pull. <laughs> I like that. Really love Kristen's performance of uh, yes. Just Admit You Love Me. Yeah. Really marvelous. Great take there. On an existing implant. In fact, a little less busy now. Have I got that right? In a nutshell. For him. Yeah, I removed like just all of the talking. It's it's totally empty, different different ambience where there's like you know, arcade machines in the background kinda of going off every once in a while. Well it's true. <laughs> we need to establish trust. Don't worry, Andy. I hold all information in the strictest confidence. I like how Cassandra establishes trust by giving away someone else's secret. <laughs> and then, like, okay, that done. Check that off the list. Now let's get going. Now what can you do for us? Patience, That's so fast. This kind of modification entails a level of risk. Even for someone... wanted to point out that in the previous scene, uh, the reference to Westlake 33 is a uh, reference to one of my favorite authors, Donald E. Westlake, ah, who wrote under many different names, but um, a lot of uh, gritty crime stories and a lot of really comical crime stories and uh, other stuff besides. I like him a lot. Look into that. Book recommendations on the King she means we're not in the local game. And I, I like that the pool hall attendant has pretty much figured out that Andy England is not their real name. Well, I'm sure she's dealt with people like this before. You think? I'm sure that was exactly where you were going and, with and this. She, and she wants them to know that she knows it's not their real names. You two are full of surprises. Either you hate haggling or... You're in a hurry. Well, both. Now give. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that ship. Oh, Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> that ship sound effect was something I folied like in my little home studio, as well as a lot of the table thumping stuff earlier. Like, just grabbed like three glasses out of my out of my uh, cabinet and was just kind of clinking them and like trying not to break them, but trying to get them to hit well. Right. Very nice. So I tell you, is fun. It, it really is. All Arlo tells me. And we, we get an, uh, an what well, maybe an important name dropped here. Afo Arlo. Chips are worth a bundle. Well, we'll see where that goes. I'm, I'm just very impressed Arlo. that everybody pronounced it the same way without me uh, prompting it. <laughs> How often does that happen? Not often. Even with names that have been in the series for years. <laughs> Arkle comes to mind. Arkle, yes. Dokken, Bacon, Dakin. Now we've got uh, Hebe on the phone with Doc Briggs, who's quickly turning into the big bad for our season, it seems like. He's running the fifth, pretty much, from the Kingery, and uh, he's reporting back in. That's uh, Kim Junoff. What about organic intelligence? Yeah, and excellent performances from both of them. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice little music there, Bruce. Why, thank you. One of them threatened me. satisfaction to destructure him into a slurry of his constituent elements. Focus on the mission, Evie. I restrained myself, Miss Briggs. Have they found Oh, Evie. Why are you a villain now? Effective we've ever seen. People dropping like flies wherever she went. I know what I mean. There's still no change in the subject's behavior. I will report again next week. 
But I will signal immediately there's a change in status. A slip in the accent there. Mm. Again. What are you doing? Again. What do you think? Uh, back in the I'm office as uh, we continue to uh, Google oh, Afro Arlo. You know that's a phony <laughs> name. The epitome of detective work. To check out every lead we get. But who the fuck is that Beats a lot of walking. Does it matter <laughs> if he, she, they, Z, purr, or it can? Purr is a new one. I hadn't heard that one before. Holy mother of fuck. That's a new uh, pronoun I hadn't heard. Oh. Allison's calling. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the, the music cue was very deliberate. That the, the, yes. the strings out. How are you feeling now? And now we head to the Allison scene. This is kind of like the old comic books where they have a main story and then like a like four-page backup story at the end. We have yeah. the main story and then the Allison story that continues throughout several issues, episodes. My name is Chris, and I'm not Aaron. Of course, that's uh, Christine Chester as Aaron, Caitlin Kleiman as Chris, and Melissa Autumn Hearn as Allison. I know what Big Zidi is. I know she starts to have a bit of an existential crisis here. Did I learn it? Very introspective at this point from not eating. We made it. How the fuck do we know? <laughs> that is my point. How the suffering <laughs> fuck do I know? <laughs> I do. Can you connect the dots? I don't remember who I was, so how can I know who I am? And these two have a great interplay. We've got Aaron, who's the really nice and kind and concerned one, and Chris is just like, I'm so tired of this bullshit. Just fucking with us. I gotta say, this double attitude. And I love all It's really marvelous. It's not an X. What do you mean? Everybody trains to play good cop, bad cop. Yeah, here it is. Something like oddly enthusiastic cop. Irritable bipolar cop. It's not an axe. <laughs> it's not. Yes, <laughs> being irritable and bipolar is not an axe. She actually is. That's right. Us. Shut we... up, Chris. You really look like shit. I can't even tell what you want from me. You sound confused. Are you sure you won't eat anything? Is that it? They keep trying to get her to eat. Trying to confuse her? I wonder if there's something to that. Huh. It sure is warm in here. Um, could maybe some ice cream? What's the theory? I'll be more compliant? Or sherbet. I must have a great mango sherbet. <laughs> is that it? Keep me confused long enough and I'll tell you what you want. You want breakfast? We can bring you some. <laughs> yeah. Anything, just eat something. Listen up. She's so Italian. It's not going to work. Never going to tell you anything, and I'm not fucking eating until you tell me who I am, why I woke up naked, and why the fuck the floor is so fucking hot. <laughs> well, okay then. Told you we should have fed her through a tube to start. <laughs> Excellent. And with that, we come to the end of the episode already. Hooray with uh, Julie Eve whisking us away into the end of the episode. Uh, join us uh, on Twitter. Uh, if you let us know what you think, uh, at Pendant Web, leave us a review on iTunes. We love those. 
Uh, we're on Facebook, if you're still using that. Uh, of course, we're, we're on Discord. Yeah, Facebook is rapidly falling out of favor, it seems. But um, that's not our business. Um, we, we show up on Reddit from time to time. We don't have an official account, official subreddit, but, I mean, that's who posts our auditions there. Hint, hint. Um, we're all over the place. We're on Discord. Come and join us on Discord. We've had a lot of interesting conversations show up there. Um, and uh, thanks, guys, for joining us this episode, especially you, James. Your first voyage went smoothly. Yay, it was really exciting. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in 30 days uh, or so. Next episode, we'll have uh, me and Bruce and James, and we'll have uh, Renee Christine Jones joining us. So she's, always, she's always a hoot and a holler. Um, so until next time, we'll see ya. Bye. The Kingery, created by Jeffrey Bridges, Susan Bridges, Macaulay Eaton, John. I love her voice. Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2019. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit pendantaudio.com. Thanks for listening.